Today's episode is with Glenn Frades, and we are covering press releases and news wiring services. Glenn is a VP at Cision, which acquired Pure Newswire years ago, and his history was with Pure Newswire, so he's really an expert in this area. Pure Newswire is one of the premier news wiring services, and in this episode, Glenn will talk a little bit about other news wiring services and the pros and cons of using different vendors. One thing I love about this interview is that while Glenn works for Cision and PR Newswire, he's adamant that news wiring can't be your only strategy uh, for marketing. It can't be your only channel. It's part of an integrated marketing strategy. He's a big fan of a well-written story. He's a big fan of a strong message, and he wants you to have quality uh, CTAs so that people engage with a news release, but then end up back on the company's site, right? So in this episode, Glenn's going to give a lot of tips and tricks for successful releases, everything from the number of characters you should have in your headline to how to add text treatment to CTAs for optimal click-through to even how to use those news releases to engage uh, with journalists. And so there's a ton of information in here. So listen for kind of those details that'll help set you apart. Let's jump in. Welcome to Content Marketing Engineered, your source for building trust and generating demand with technical content. Hi, and welcome to Content Marketing Engineered. As you may have noticed, I'm not Wendy Covey. I'm Morgan Norris, a senior brand and content strategist, and I'm hosting this media mini series for Wendy to take a deep dive into technical B2B media. From editorial to advertising to trade publications, we're gonna figure out when and how to pursue media opportunities to build your brand, gain thought leadership, engage with the technical community, and promote your products and services. I hope you leave each episode of this mini series ready to take action. Before we begin, I'd like to give a brief shout out to our agency, True Marketing. True is a full service agency located in Austin, Texas, serving highly technical companies. For more information about True, you can visit truemarketing.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Content Marketing Engineered. I'm joined by Glenn Freitas from Cision, a media organization that helps companies target and engage their audiences. In 2016, Cision acquired PR Newswire, which is a distribution network. We'll talk about that a lot today. And for some of our audience, engaging with media via Newswires is a great next step. Um, and for others who already use PR Newswire, a wiring service, I know Cision has a lot to offer. So thanks for being here, Glenn. Thank you for having me, Morgan. It's great yeah. to be here. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself, your role, what you do on a day-to-day basis. Sure. So I started at... Um... Before Cision acquired PR Newswire, I started at PRN about 21 years ago Okay. and um, started off as an assistant editor. And before that, I was a teacher. I worked at grocery stores, all that good stuff when you start your career off. Um, and I've moved up the ranks and now I'm in charge of uh, U.S. distribution for PR Newswire and PR Web. And I oversee uh, day-to-day operations for the U.S. team, which uh, handles uh a couple of hundred thousand press releases a year. Yeah. Uh, we'll go with that quote. We handle quite a few messages that we send out daily on behalf of every type of brand and organization from nonprofits to NGOs to the largest brands in the world from Google, Facebook, and Microsoft. Great. Okay, so over the last 21 years since you started uh, at PR Newswire, talk to me about how Newswires have kind of changed and evolved over the last 20 years. So I know for me, when I started my career, 
we at times we're still faxing releases and things like that, um, which is is less necessary now. But talk to me just a little <laughs> bit about maybe if people kind of entered their careers early on or had some experience early on in their career with a mm-hmm. newswire in the early aughts. What is, how has that changed over time? It's changed pretty considerably. You know, when I started off, yes, fax on demand was a, was a huge service. Um, and the wire was very much in its infancy, just even though it started 60 years ago, it hadn't changed a whole lot going back to 20 years ago in that we were still sending out copy in plain ASCII typewriter text. There was no great features involved with the the copy. Uh, Multimedia was barely used and it was a separate wire. So Mm -hmm. you'd send the text over one wire, multimedia over another. Uh, and then starting about 15 years ago, we started making a huge progress in terms of we now send out the copy in beautiful HTML so we can feature bolding and bullets and everything you can do to a Word document. Um, and then another huge improvement has been how we transmit multimedia, photos and video. Mm-hmm. Um, we work constantly with our downstream partners from you know, Bloomberg and the Associated Press on downwards. And they, working with them, were able to give them right with the same, in the same feed, the multimedia, so we could embed the photos and videos in that feed. Okay. Those are the two biggest changes, I would say. Yep, that's a huge change. I remember having to kind of, multimedia was a separate, you kind of went to the the separate spot to get that. So, okay, good. So talk to me about um, companies. So we're working with a lot of engineering um, and and technical, B2B technical companies. So so tell me from your perspective, kind of when and why should somebody use the Newswire to disseminate information? Sure. So the Newswire is great for three things, I like to say. One, it's fantastic to hit local media. We target local media really well. So the Newswire was based on originally state and local regional distributions and still is. So Mm -hmm. if you want to hit just New York Metro or just uh, Los Angeles Metro Mm -hmm. or as small as if you want to hit just not to call out anybody in terms of saying small, but we could hit like South Dakota. It's actually the Dakotas. Um, so hitting local media is a great way to use and take advantage of using a wire like Cision. The second is making sure, you know, we are, our online network, our syndication network is second to none. Mm-hmm. So in terms of really reaching a bro- much broader audience than you would with your own social channels, mm-hmm. that is definitely something to utilize the wire for. We will hit in the U.S. alone up to 5,000 different online websites and portals. So that's the second big advantage. And then the third I would say is related to our syndication network is future discoverability. So Mm -hmm. I always like to tell people, once you post something on Mm prnewswire.com, it's there forever until you, unless 10 years later, you tell us to take it down. But it's a really good, you know, we have, we take to heart, you know, making sure our site's SEO is up to date Mm -hmm. and matching anything that any updates that Google and their algorithms are churning out quarter to quarter. So when you do a good, if you have good keywords in the headline mm-hmm. and in the lead, when an, you know, somebody does an organic search a year later related to that release and related to those keywords, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that press release is going to show up. So future discoverability, I think, is the third big reason to use a newswire. 
I think that that's a huge piece that people don't realize is the SEO portion of it. Because when I, um, when we've got clients and I think for us often kind of a realistic cadence is, is like a quarterly news release, mm. um, you know, about, and we'll go through kind of what campaigns they're, they're working on or what topics and pick the topic and write that news release. But then over time, one news release, one of anything is never going to change the world. But, um, you know, over time when you've got those on there and then all of a sudden now you search for that company name or you search, like you said, for the term and you've got all of these um, even third party results, postings on on PR Newswire or on other outlets that are getting your message across in in kind of a third party format. And so I'm a I'm a huge advocate of that. And I think people need to kind of take the time and set aside the resources to do that consistently. So that's great. Well, and to follow up, that is probably one of the top three key things. One, you have to write a good story, right? Right. Two is to have a consistent editorial calendar. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's going to be quarterly, so be it, but make sure you're always pushing out a good message at a consistent rate. We have some clients who will do five releases in a month and then go dark for six months. Yeah. That's not the greatest approach in yes. terms of uh, marketing and PR. Yep. Good. So you, you're hearing it from Glenn, consistent news releases, <laughs> make a plan and then we'll follow that plan. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So tell me about, okay. So you convinced me I'm going to wire some news. Yeah. How, how do I prepare that news? What makes a good news release? Tell me about yeah. that. So there's a few things. So we, I talked to clients a lot about this. I had two client calls yesterday about this in particular. So there's probably about three or four different uh, things to take into consideration when you're uploading and sending, or when you're crafting the press release and then you're uploading it and sending it for the wire. Yeah. Uh, some of the basics, like the real basics, word format, word document is preferable. We'll be able to match whatever word features. So again, bullets, yep. hyperlinking, embedding links. We're going to be able to match that in whatever we send over the wire. But in terms of then what goes into the press release, the top two things I would say are one, you have to really take the time to write a good headline. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. When the release goes over the wire, most recipients, most network partners of ours pick up, mm-hmm. they have headline cues. Mm-hmm. So it's all about, you know, you might have a great story in that body, but if you didn't get somebody to click on that headline, and it's very similar to, you know, whether it's a LinkedIn post or a yeah. tweet, you know, you want to make sure you capture them really well. And it has to be, and this is the tough part, you have to have that key message within about the first 70 characters. Okay. Um, and that's tough. I get it. It'll take some time to, you know, I tell clients, be prepared to rewrite your release 10 times. Mm-hmm. Ask your partner about it. Ask your child about it. You know, read it out loud. You want to put a lot of effort into that headline. And then the second thing that is painfully uh, underutilized is a call to action link. So you have a great story and you're going to have a great lead. You're going to have decently shorter paragraphs, right? You don't want to lose anybody in a long paragraph. Mm -hmm. And then what I call above the fold. So Mm -hmm. the old newspaper lingo in terms of, so before somebody has to start scrolling on the webpage, you have to have, what's the reason why you put out this message? You want them to continue that engagement with your brand, right? Even if it's a little bit more of a boring personnel announcement Mm -hmm. or a even like acquisition announcements, which we send dozens daily, those are sort of boring, right? Right. 
you still have to have some good call to action where the person will, you know, the audience, no matter who they are, B2C, mm -hmm. B2B, investors, or even if it's a release that was an update on internal, you know, we do a lot of releases for brands like uh, Target, for example, mm -hmm. we'll give updates on just what they're doing internally with their employees. Mm -hmm. You want to have a good link that that person sees, again, above the fold, stands mm -hmm. out really nice. I tell clients all the time, you should bold it mm -hmm. and have it as like a standalone paragraph. For more information, a good one I like is like ESG reports. Mm -hmm. Have that be a standalone and say, to read the full report, click here. Okay, and so don't even bury, like, don't wait till the end because no. the end feels like you, a natural place, but we want it above is, the fold. That is okay. the tradition is to put the I link love at the that. bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely want to keep it above. And it shouldn't be, so that's another good point. It should be a deep link, right? It should be something that's relevant and new. Yeah. Don't just have it be the top domain URL. Because that's, right. that's boring. That's saved for the boilerplate in the end. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's so helpful. <laughs> I love too, one thing about um, whenever you submit a release to PR Newswire, you guys go through, to Stigen, you guys go through and actually run through that and make sure there aren't like glaring errors, make sure the links work yeah. and things like that too. Yes. So knowing that um, one thing I learned, I think early on in my career was you, you need to link to something and you don't, and that link needs to be live. A lot of times we would, you know, yeah. say, oh, well that link's going to go live tomorrow. And your team would say, no, 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 you need to go ahead and make that live now. Cause we're not going to yeah. send it out with a bunch of broken links in it. Exactly. Um, so make sure your links are live and ready to go in there. Okay. That's awesome. You know, you know, I'll throw in one more thing for your mm -hmm. audience. A thing that, again, that's a little bit not, especially for folks that are more small business, mid-market, you want to make sure you have a good media contact okay. and that that contact is available for at least five days after you send out the PR. Great. Okay. That's very important too, is to have, you know, that good headline, the good call to action in general, a good story, you know, you want to mm -hmm. take the time to write a good story yeah. and then having a good media contact. Cause that's really important, right? If somebody tries to reach out, whether it's via email or phone and yep. don't get back to that journalist for a half a day, you've missed the chance possibly of getting good earned media. Yep. Okay. That's great. So I think that that for sure, having somebody um, that's, that's going to be there can answer the phone, can answer the yeah. email right when it comes through. And it's kind of anticipating that that might happen too. So you, yeah. you got to be watching for that. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So talk to me about, I get emails all the time. We are, we are loyal um, peer newswire customers, decision customers. We love the product um, in general. But I get emails all the time from these small newswires that say, oh, for $50, you can wire your release with us. Talk to me about why we should use a large scale wire. And you're not the only one. There's multiple sure. um, wires in the country. But why should we use these large scale ones? Why is it worth the, the cost um, mm -hmm. when there's all these kind of other smaller companies out there? Yeah, no, for sure. You know, there's there's. There's three of us. I'll, I won't name the other two here, but there's there's a, there's definitely a difference in what I would call like premium wire services and then yes. lower end wire services. Yes. And Cision takes pride in being the the number one wire service mm -hmm. in the U.S. and globally, and for a few different reasons, we have all sorts of benchmarks and data points to back that up, obviously. But the reasons why you would go with a premium wire service is probably 
two main reasons. One, well, three, I'll go with. One is network reach. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even come close. Yeah. You know, that smaller end is going to, that small end wire is going to tout that they can hit Yahoo Finance. Mm-hmm. And that sort of stops there, mm-hmm. right? Whereas Cision and the premium wire services are able to hit such a broader audience. Yeah. And it's all targeted, right? We have, right. my favorite example is um, we have sites that subscribe. So we tag every release with up to 200 different codes. Mm-hmm. And we have sites that subscribe just to our nanotechnology feed, for example. It's always yes. my favorite. It's such yep. a, so specific. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that is the number one selling point, I think. Number two is, honestly, it's credibility and trust. We have mm-hmm. relationships going back 60 years with the largest media services in the world that those small end wire services just don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to, well... Whether they have the ones that I'm about to name or not, maybe they do, but most likely they don't. AP, Dow Jones, mm-hmm. and Reuters lead the mm-hmm. way, obviously. Yeah. And those smaller services don't hit those media points for the most part. And then number three is uh, in regards to, I would say, so it's credibility and trust, it's network reach, and then network partnership, mm-hmm. which is related to that trust and you know, we have a team of five full-time employees that is constantly working with our network partners mm-hmm. and making updates to the feed and making sure, you know, we take client feedback very sincerely. And if you say, geez, I wish it looked like this on this particular website, mm-hmm. we'll reach out to that website and try to update and upgrade that, that feed they receive. Okay, good. So that's so really that- important too, yeah. That service aspect. And I will say too, just um, there have been times where we've used those kind of not premium services. And I think what we were talking about with um, news releases, kind of building SEO and things like that, you just don't get with those smaller wire services. You might, you'll see the news release come up in SEO for a week, maybe 30 days. And then it just like goes away almost as if it never happened. And so you don't get that longevity of it that I think is so important. And I love that you mentioned too, just the, the kind of backend coding and tagging of releases that you guys do. Cause a lot of our audience is so, um, you know, niched focused on specific aerospace electronics or, um, you know, defense or test and measurement for the automotive industry. And so, because you guys can go that that granular, I think that that's so helpful um, yeah. for these technology companies. Yeah, no, for sure. And honestly, if anybody, you know, you could always reach out to us and we can talk about, you know, we can go into more detail about our services and how we target releases. And you can see, just going to prnewswire.com, you can mm-hmm. see the biggest brands in the world and you can see the targeting that we provide it mm-hmm. at the bottom of every press release, actually. So you can go look up a, release from Raytheon or Boeing or Jacobs, you know, I'm just trying to think of yeah. companies that yeah. your audience might be interested in yeah. and you can see how it's targeted and how we, when we shoot it out, that is always a question. Do you just shoot out the press release and it hits everybody mm-hmm. at the same time? And that's not the case at all. We definitely target as much as we can and yeah. we work constantly in up- updating that with our partners. That's, that is that a hundred percent, I feel like underscores all the things that we say, right? We want to target the right people with the right message. We don't need to just scream it out to everybody and it just falls on deaf ears across the board. So I love that. Okay. So tell me about, 
I've got a story. I wrote a news release. What else can I do? I, you guys have many, many products, um, but yeah. everything from kind of add-ons to news releases or how and when do we strategically use those? Thinking about the fact that we're talking here to a lot of engineers and marketers who are a little bit newer to marketing maybe sure. or newer to marketing spend too. I, I can't pitch a $15,000 news release to somebody realistically, but if somebody's got $1,500, what do they do with that? What do you, how do you optimize that? So there's a few things. One, you know, as much as I'll talk up Cision in all of our services, mm -hmm. you know, it's a Cision is part of a broader campaign, right? So you mm -hmm. have to have good, you know, a lot of accompanying uh, action, action moments, action points. One is, you know, making sure you're utilizing your own channels. Mm -hmm. So LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram, you should have them all. You never know where you're going to capture an audience, right? Yeah. Some people only want to look at Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you have a good website, a deep website that has good supplemental messaging related to your release. So again, that would be the where you do the good call to action link. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we and need to send them somewhere quality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then when you uh, send a release over the wire, I would say in terms of how to, you know, utilizing decision services, Mm -hmm. We are a full service uh, messaging service, if you will, in that we offer a great database service. Mm -hmm. So fantastic. Hundreds of thousands of journalists and influencers in a product that I generally just call our database product. Right. That is utilized for before you send out the release. If you want to target journalists specifically, mm -hmm. that is your go-to, right? Every, I tell people all the time, yes. Using the wire, it's fantastic. We can target, we hit a broad audience, we hit local media. Mm -hmm. We have a great partnership with the AP, which is, you know, everybody knows yeah. it's fantastic. But you should do your legwork in reaching out to five or six journalists that cover your beat, right? Mm -hmm. You want to, they're the ones who you send the release to as an embargo, you know, before the release actually is supposed to be, you know, officially announced on the wire. They're the ones who you send a teaser to, and it's always via email. Utilizing our database service gives mm -hmm. you access to those journalists. It gives that you is excellent. So yeah. we we talked in this series also, we talked to a couple of editors of trade publications. And mm -hmm. um, one of them was just very passionate about, you know, he was like, don't just send me a release. I'm going to see the release. Right. I look at the right. wire. I'm going to see it. I want you to send me a little, you know, tidbit that that yeah. kind of is going to be privy to my own readers. And so I need you to yeah. add some color and context around that. So yes. So using different channels, same message. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It's just, I like to call it like repurposing good content, right? <sighs> so for your social channels, you'll have a great image that you could repurpose and embed in the wire release. And then when you reach out to individual journalists, whether you're utilizing our database or not, hopefully you are, um, that is, I like to say it's like a teaser. And yeah. that's, you have to be prepared too to give them potentially, especially if, if somebody you want, you know, a good pub, a trade pub that mm -hmm. you want good pickup from, you want to give them a unique executive quote, for example, that yes. might differ a little bit than what's in the press release. Yes. You want to give them, you want to work with them one on one, mm -hmm. knowing that they want, and you want to give them everything you can up front to make, I like mm -hmm. to always say, make their life easier. Mm -hmm. Yes. So make sure you have good quotes. 
uh, why does this news matter to them and their end audience? Mm -hmm. Have good multimedia or potential multimedia that you can provide them because every, I can't, I'll get on my soapbox and stay on there all day. Every downstream partner of ours mm -hmm. from Associated Press on down attaches some image to that story they pick up. Yes. So it's always best. I like to say, I think I've said, I like to say a few times here, you want to control the narrative as much yeah. as possible. So give them the image you want them to pick up. Great. Okay. Perfect. I love that. I think that that is so helpful. I, the, the media database is a great resource. Um, and then just using, being able to use the newswire as another channel to get that message out is excellent. So yeah. Well, that's awesome. With that, I hope I hope people um, you know listen to this, and if they are if they've never wired a release before, or it's something that they're interested in doing, what's the best way to get in contact with you guys? So they have news, they have their news release, they're ready to go. They email Pure Newswire. I think there's a there's a contact. There's so there is. If you go to what's PR the easiest Newswire, way? Mm -hmm. If you go to prnewswire.com, you can click send a release, and yep. then it'll ask you. Do you want to sign in or do you want to become a new member? Perfect. And it's a one page new member form. It's very easy. You know, we mm -hmm. just ask for the basics and then that goes into a queue and you'll get a phone call within the next hour yep. to talk about our services, talk about what you need, mm -hmm. what your budget is. You know, we definitely can tailor whatever you need and whatever budget you have, we can make it work. Yep. So that it's pretty straightforward if you just go through the, uh, the PRnewswire.com portal. Awesome. Excellent. And we just for us on our end, how that typically works is we're PR Newswire members, and then we're able to wire release on behalf of our clients um, and kind of choose the right packages based on goals and stuff um, with your team. So, and I will say the PR Newswire team is so responsive. I think whenever, if clients come to us and say, oh, we have a, you know, trade show tomorrow and we're going to make this announcement. What can we, what should we do? What can we do? It's so easy and streamlined. Um, I can get an answer back to them so quickly because your team is on it. Somebody picks up the phone or somebody emails you within like five minutes. It's nuts. Yeah. No, I won't I promise that, that on your behalf, but it's very, it's very fast. <laughs> we are there 24 seven, you know, even on, I always joke like Christmas night at 2 a.m. Yeah. I still have two full-time editors working the desk. So yes. yeah, we're always there to help out however we can. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for being here. This is wonderful. I think the information is fantastic. So uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. It was my yeah. pleasure. Thanks for joining me today on Content Marketing Engineered. For show notes, including links to any resources we talked about, visit truemarketing.com slash podcast. While you're there, you can subscribe to our blog and newsletter. And we've also got a book that Wendy authored called Content Marketing Engineered. It's about building and executing an end-to-end -end content marketing plan. I would also love your reviews on this podcast. So when you get a chance, subscribe, rate, and review Content Marketing Engineered on your favorite podcast subscription platform. Thanks again. Have a great day.